Our offense is truly dictate what a defense does to it. You know, our quarterback never goes in locked into any one player. It's, it's, we call plays expecting a certain defense. When that defense doesn't arise, our quarterback knows how to get through a progression and move on. Uh, you, you know, listen to his feet. If he has the sound protection we expect on every play, um, you know, he can do that more efficiently. But uh, we try to put a Darius in all, as many spots as possible. Uh, to be a focal point of, of a game plan like you would when you feel like you have one of the best players in the league doing it. But when a defense decides to to take him away, whether it just be by happenstance or not, you know, we our guys are our other guys are there uh, to make up for that. And uh, ultimately it still just comes down to the quarterback making the right decisions. But a lot of it's dictated on what a defense decides to do to us. So I feel like if a defense ever tries to take away a Darius, they're going to be left vulnerable somewhere else. And I feel like we have the weapons to take advantage of it if they do. So how potent is this offense then? And, and I guess nothing that you saw last week uh, even pleasantly surprised you considering you don't have Walker anymore. No, I mean, I, I mean, people ask me about the absence of Walker. Walker's a tremendous talent, trust me. I mean, you don't get that many targets and that many balls caught in a year without being a tremendous talent. And he's even better when he gets the ball in his hands. That's his one of his arguably best strengths. Um, I felt going in, Vidal Hazelton could take over the production, but I also knew what we had in Brandon. Now, Duke was a, a complete surprise, you know, as far as what he showed us in camp. So, um, you know, I think... The weapons we have on offense, the way our quarterback makes decisions and the ability that he has running the ball, throwing the ball, and then you compound that with an O-line that I feel can protect him, and then a running game that if you just want to sit back and take care of the pass and drop off everybody and you're going to let John get 18 to 25 carries a game, I don't know if that's the best thing for a defense either. So I feel like we have the weapons. It just really comes down to protecting our quarterbacks, uh, executing the game plan, and taking care of the ball, um, I feel like we have weapons. But you know, a def- defenses are tough in this league, and there's a lot of schemes out there uh, that make it tremendously hard on every offense. Um, so you know, you like to think that the better players you have, the more better chances you have of of producing uh, scoring opportunities. Um, so I re- we respect everybody in our league defensively. It, there's no question about that. But we also have a confidence in ourselves and our ability on offense to move the ball and score points. What do you lose with? Leadership more than anything. I mean, um, you know, I I always feel like in professional football, guys are physically capable of stepping in for someone and just about anyone. You know, we have confidence in everybody in our locker room that physically, if they're called upon and they're given the same opportunities, they'll step up their game. But leadership and experience are the part of the reasons that some guys are starters and over other guys. And JC is a tremendous player, but off the field and on it, mentally, he's as good as there is. So that's the stuff that you lose with JC. I mean, he's a tremendous talent physically, but he also mentally, there's no parallel. So we're not going to all of a sudden have a guy step into his shoes and play in our defense and, and get that same production mentally. Um, but at the same time, I know over time, and I know with JC in our locker room and helping out, we'll, we'll be on the fast track to getting that back. But that's the biggest loss right now.